So the first thing I'll have you do is just um, state your name, your age, where you're from, and then uh, where you're working at and, and what your role is. Hello, my name is Tiffany Wallace. I'm 42 years old and I'm employed with Aerotech, but I'm here at the city of Detroit doing COVID-19 testing. COVID-19 testing. Testers are some of the first in line in Michigan's healthcare system to encounter our sick in a deadly pandemic. They're one of the first people in the healthcare system at risk of getting it themselves. It's an intimidating thought for us lay people, but Tiffany Wallace loves her job. She prays her way through it, and that's what she talked about with us here at We Lived It. We Lived It is a special audio project produced by the Detroit Free Press in partnership with the Michigan History Center. We're telling stories of the pandemic to bring us together now, but also to preserve stories for future generations. And Tiffany's story is a unique one. She's a medical assistant, a certified nursing assistant, and has been contracted to do testing in the city of Detroit, but not just for anybody. It's for our first responders on the front lines themselves. Typical day of Tiffany, getting up, showering, getting my daughter up for school. I leave out and I come to work and we here at 6.30 a.m. in the morning. We putting on the gown, the mask, wiping our rooms down with alcohol wipes, sanitizing, making sure everything is clean. We work from 6.30 in the morning sometimes to 7 at night and we didn't see 200 plus. In one day? Yes. How, how frequently are you personally one-on-one? I'm, I'm certain you've seen some COVID cases in person. Oh, yes. About 25%. 25%? Yes. Because if you have any symptoms or anything, you won't come into the clinic for protection. We have a tent outside, and they swab you out there. And you go back to your car, and they run the test. If you're positive, the nurse will call you. If you're not, we'll bring the test results back out to you. How do you unwind after a long day? You're testing, you're exposed to COVID. Do you have to come and shower right away? Or are you picking up your daughter first? How, how's the end of the day in the life of Tiffany look? After getting off, I drive home, playing my music. I go home and shower. I tell my daughter, I don't want to hug you or anything. I'll wait to afterwards. Because I don't, I don't know if anything on me, I don't want to expose her. And I unwind, cooking dinner, and listen to some music, watching TV and start all over to get it all ready for the next day. (laughs) What does your daughter think of all this? She thinks it's cool. She knows that I'm a people person and I love helping others. I want to cut in here to note something else. Tiffany hasn't just worked with our first responders during this pandemic. At the start of all of this, she worked at an isolation facility that the city of Detroit opened up for its homeless community. And it's there that she saw some of the cases that hit her the hardest. Seeing little children being in the shelter and dealing with COVID-19 and their parents, that's that hit home because these people don't have a place to stay and they're in this shelter and they found out, okay, I didn't test it positive for COVID-19. And it's just like they're just in one room together. They can't roam as if they would if they were at their own place to stay. How has it been working with the first responders? What are those interactions typically like? They're funny. (laughs) They are funny to me. I get to laugh with them and, you know, have different conversations of what's going on with Detroit police officers or the fire department and stuff. 
and we didn't have something that's kind of scared of taking a test. And I have actually talked them through it and let them know it's not going to hurt. It tickles. It feels funny because people don't put things up their nose. So just the thought of it freaks people out. I done had people come in and cry. I didn't console them, gave them my hand and just, you know, kind of down. They said at the end of it, it wasn't bad at all. What has gone through your head being in the position that you're in? It sounds like you know, you've said you love your job, but there's definitely risks there. You're working with people who have it because of the roles they're in. It's scary, but one thing I know for a fact is long as we do what we're supposed to do, the constant hand washing, the face covering, the six feet distance, I follow the rules. And so far, then knock on wood, I've been good. What has it been like for you um, working with this population of, of people that are on the front lines um, and, and then coming to you to, to make sure they continue to go and be out there? I love it. And I have so much respect for them all because they're risking their lives like we're, we're back here risking ours. Because every, pers- every person they come in contact with, they don't know if they have COVID or not. And it's scary But at the same time, we all have a job to do. What's the sickest position that you've seen someone in at this point um, from from the population you're working with? I had a guy the other day. He was very weak. He was very weak, lethargic, in pain. And I asked him, I said, are you having any symptoms? He said, no, not really. Just I feel drained and a little pain. I said, so those are symptoms of COVID-19. So I ran his test, and yes, he was positive. And he said his wife was getting ready to take him to the hospital after he left here. We try to tell them, you know, if you have a headache, runny nose, a cough, you're just not feeling like yourself. It may be a cold, and it may be COVID, but to be on the safe side, get tested. You know, don't go into your job because now you infected hundreds of other people. And it's also protection for your family members because you can be asymptomatic and go around your grandmother. And now she's in the hospital on a respirator when you could potentially could have went and got tested and quarantined yourself. When people hear about this down the line, because we're archiving the story, right, for future generations, what do you want people to understand about what this time has been like? This time has been scary, but at, at the same time rewarding because I'm helping others. And we just want people to be safe. Follow the rules of our governor. No parties, no stuff. You know, just hang out at home with your children. Whoever in your household, just hang out with them. That's good enough. And come out and get tested just so you know and your family is safe. I don't want to go to a funeral or hear where one of my loved ones or, or friends then passed away of COVID-19. This is heavy stuff. And Tiffany is front and center with it every day. But as we speak, she remains calm. She's even keel. So I asked her about it. How? I'm a strong person. And I also go to God in prayer. I pray every day. I ask God to lead me in there and just to just to protect me. I just want to say thank you for what you're doing as well. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate you jumping on here, but uh, especially for what you're doing every day. You're welcome.
We Lived It is reported and produced by Carrie Jr. II, Tad Davis, and me, Darcy Moran. Thanks to the Detroit Health Department for connecting us with Tiffany. We also owe a special thanks to our partners at the Michigan History Center and especially Mark Harvey. Our executive producers are Marianne Struman and Anjanette Delgado. Our editor is Peter Batia. Everybody has their own story to share about the COVID-19 pandemic. Submit yours by leaving a three-minute telling at 313-288-0370. That's 313-288-0370. And check out freep.com to learn more.